0: Hi, hey, it's your friend SJ, and welcome to the Wellness and Wellings podcast. Hey, friend, how are you? I hope you have had a great few weeks. Today's episode, we are talking about coping strategies for the winter blues. Last episode, I was talking about what the winter blues is, why it can impact us, and today I want to leave you with some really helpful strategies. And you might wanna try one of them, you might wanna try a couple of them, or you might wanna try all of them and see what works for you. I'd love to know which one you choose and how you get on. And I just thought I'd kind of like give you a bit of a life update as we're friends, having a bit of a chat. As I am talking to you, I'm currently squashed in the corner of my spare bedroom with my laptop and my microphone. And that is because we are moving house in three weeks' time. And I am really freaking out quietly in the corner because we've spent a lot of time like going through things, unpacking, you know, like bits and pieces that we've had in storage, in like the loft, in the roof of our house. And just one of the things I really noticed is just how much stuff we have and how much stuff we don't use. And so it has been a really great experience Like throwing things out and, you know, getting rid of things and thinking about like the next steps, what we want our new home to look like, what the things that we want to take with us that are important to us. And also like letting go of um, some things as well. But oh my goodness, it has been hard, like doing all of that whilst also doing work, looking after my daughter, feeding everybody, like all of the stuff that you do on the day-to-day basis, and then adding (laughs) that extra pressure onto it all. And this is why, like I I said in the previous episode, it's so important to kind of really ground yourself in those key things of making sure that I am getting enough sleep, making sure that I am eating good food, and making sure that I am moving my body every single day. And that's why I created... (laughs) the rest fuel move fitness planner which you can grab there is a link in the show notes it's a digital 90 day pdf um, that you can print out yourself at home you can use one of those online printers to actually bind it and turn it into a nice planner for you and it's a really really great resource because it helps you to focus on those key things whether you're going through a stressful time like i am right now or you've set yourself a challenge to move more, to eat better, whatever it is that you're looking at, it just really helps you just to kind of focus on those things without making life too complicated. Because let's be honest, I I know that you've probably done this too, like so many diets where you're having to count calories or points or macros or, you know, like sins and all of the things. But actually, really, like living a healthy life isn't that complicated. And that's what I'm trying to do with the work that we do here together is just to focus on the real basics of getting rest, getting the sleep that we need, fueling our body with really good, nutritious food. And next episode, I want to talk to you in a bit more depth about that and then also talk about movement. And this isn't about making like a complicated Uh, exercise plan and forcing yourself to go to the gym all the time it's about like what can you do you know have you got 10 minutes have you got 15 minutes what can you do in those short pockets of time and the planner gives you those tools so that you can kind of record those things you can record the water that you're drinking you can plan your meals in there there's space for you to plan your week ahead so you can do time blocking if that's what you like to do and there's also space for you to keep track of your sleep and the exercise that you're doing so the download the link is in the show notes grab it print it off at home print it off as many times as you like i hope you find it helpful i know right now with the challenges (laughs) that we're going through We have really like dug into some of those things, we've been feeling quite stressful and having that resource just to keep my mind focused on what is important has been so so helpful. So I hope you find it helpful, get the link, the link's in the show notes and let me know how you get on. Okay so today's episode we're talking all about the winter blues and I don't know about you, but you, if you live like in the Northern Hemisphere, <laughs> particularly in the UK, like this time of year is super challenging. Like one minute, it's like minus six and we think we're going to get snow. And the next minute is about five, six degrees and we've got like gale force winds and rain. <laughs> and It's just like a bit of a roller coaster. We hardly get any sunlight and it can be a really challenging time. And there's a lot of reasons why we can feel a bit down in the dumps at this time of year. Last episode, we were talking about SADS and how like this time of year can make you feel like more like, lower a bit depressed and we dug into kind of like the science behind that but today's episode really is about me sharing some strategies with you that I hope are going to help and as I said earlier it might be you want to try one you might want to try a couple of them or you might want to go like the whole shebang and um, try all 11 (laughs) of these ideas that I have for you but I hope you find them helpful so grab a pen and paper if you have one um, or jot this down in your phone Number one I want to talk about is showers. I want to talk about showers. Now, (laughs) when we were looking at our new house, one of the things that both Tim and I did was we went into the bathroom and we looked at the shower. (laughs) We tested the water pressure in the shower because a shower is so important to us. Like, I very rarely take a bath But oh my goodness, like a good, powerful shower is is life in this house and we had a like a really nice shower installed in this house with um, like a proper powerful pump and um, those of you in the UK I think this is maybe like more common here like sometimes you go into a home and you get this like dribbly sort of shower and we were just like we cannot have that in our new house so as we're speaking the um, bathroom is actually being like redone and we are having like a proper powerful shower put in and this is one of the things this is why it's like number one on my list anyway is having a shower not a bath and having the water like as hot as you like I mean Tim like always takes the mickey out of me like that I have my shower at like lava temperature I just love a really really hot shower and you can have it as hot or as cold as you like I mean there's a lot of work and research out there about the benefits of using cold water therapy to like improve your mental health I did a whole episode around um like ice baths and that sort of thing I do actually have like one of those cold pods in my garden but I will say right now like I'm being a bit of a wimp and that for me In minus six temperatures is a little bit too far. So, what I'm doing at the moment is having like a really nice hot shower, and I tend to shower in the morning and then also in the evening before I go to bed. It's just kind of habit. Um, And then I end the shower by turning it right down to the cold and having a couple of minutes just stood under the cold water. So, I'm still getting like the benefits of the cold water therapy but I'm not sat in my garden, um, like breaking the ice on the cold pod at the moment. It's just a little bit too far. And hopefully as the weather gets a bit warmer, then I'm going to go back to doing that in the garden. But we're actually moving north in the UK. So it's probably going to be a bit colder up there than it is down here. So when it comes to your shower, have the water as hot or as cold as you like. You don't even need to wash if you don't want to. Um, Just get under the water, let it run over you for a while. You know, even sit on the floor if you need to. But I just think there's something about having a shower that can really improve your mind. Right, number two is about moisturiser. So you've had your shower, hot, cold, whatever, i think a really good thing to do is to actually moisturize like everything and this time of year like our skin gets dry and cold and chapped and sore and it can just sort of feel really quite miserable so moisturize everything use whatever lotion you like um i also highly highly recommend um you've heard me talk about this organized this company before so i am affiliated with a company based in the uk called neil's yard and all of our like moisturizers and everything are made in the uk with organic ingredients and if you want to take a look at some of those i've linked some of the like body moisturizers in there my favorite is anything rose scented, like oh my gosh, like rose scented, love the smell, and this time of year like frankincense is quite a nice kind of sort of wintry smell, quite Christmassy as well isn't it, but anything you want, you know whether it's cheap, whether it's fancy, just anything and put it all over yourself, like your entire body, just moisturize everything, your skin will feel amazing and you will feel good from doing that too, it's like a little bit of pampering and self-care. Okay number three is about comfortable clothes and you know this time of year we might be like carrying a little bit of extra weight from Christmas so don't torture yourself by trying to fit into like your skinny jeans or you know if you want to wear and this is kind of what I'm doing at the moment like I'm living in my stretchy yoga leggings and my hoodies because I feel warm I feel comfortable I feel cozy like now is not the time if you don't want to to be worrying about making sure that you're keeping up with all the fashions if you're feeling like a little bit meh then just wear the clothes that you feel comfortable in And just maybe like buy some nice pants and wear some comfy pants and some good fitting bras. I always think that actually on days where, you know, you're not sort of um, maybe feeling on top form or maybe your hormones are all over the place. Actually having some good comfy sports bras with you've got like sore boobs can be a really, really good idea. Wear them, like nobody's gonna judge you. You know, just do what you need to do to make yourself feel happy and comfortable. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to cost a whole load of money. And one of the things I'm doing right now is where we are clearing out like our wardrobe and getting rid of all the clothes and things like that. So some of them I've donated to charity and there's some of them, um, I'm not sure if you guys in the US have this app, but we have this app in the UK called Vinted, spelled V-I-N-T-E-D and I've been selling like all my clothes that I don't want anymore on that app and then what I do is I keep the money on the app And then I use that money to buy and replace other things. So I've kind of like been overhauling my wardrobe, but without spending a whole load of money. And it's quite fun. I'm kind of turning into a bit of a like competition with myself, you know, like what can I sell? And what can I find that is like nice and that's going to make me feel good? And it's not costing me loads of money at the same time okay number 4 is to drink lots of water and to drink cold water like use ice you could add some mint you could add some lemon just something like that that's going to kind of like perk you up in the morning get an extra boost um i've got one of those fake um stanley cups um we're kind of like um use uh, a few other companies i know you guys in the us like love your stanley cups but i think in the uk we're kind of a bit like yeah they're great but um they're really expensive here so i've got like a fake looking stanley cup from uh like a website i got amazon or something at night time i put some cold water in that cup with a bit of ice And then by the time I wake up in the morning, it's actually still really, really cold. And I drink that like literally as soon as I stand up and get out of bed. And it just really helps me to like wake up. Okay, tip number five that I've got for you is to clean something. And I am definitely like in full on cleaning mode Although I have to say I'm really struggling with the amount of boxes I have around my house right now. Um but it doesn't have to be anything big. It could just be like a drawer. Um like a drawer of your desk. Maybe you have um like an untidy like dressing table or for those of you and I've seen them on like social media that have like beautifully big bathrooms with two, with like a double sink, like his and her sink, maybe your bathroom needs some attention or something like that. Just clean an area; you'll feel so much better for doing that. And, um, or it could be like, you know, do a load of washing um, or scrub the sink in the bathroom, just something, and you will absolutely feel a sense of achievement. Now, as we move into our new home, I'm gonna be sort of like wrapping my head around like a new routine for cleaning that house because the house is gonna be different. Things are in different places. And um, I thought as we go, as I go through that, I'd share some of that process with you, like how I'm gonna build like a cleaning routine, a laundry routine, um, how I'm gonna set up that system that I have currently, how am I gonna use that in a new home and sort of, you know, working around like the demands of like a different routine and a different um, sort of lifestyle that we're gonna have in the new, on the new farm. Okay, number six is blast some music. Oh my gosh, like music really is like the most joyful thing, isn't it? Um, In terms of, you know, what you wanna listen to, We've got all these apps, we've got all these like in-home speakers, like I think, you know, you can use them more, you could create your own like morning playlist, those songs that are going to like wake you up, make you feel good, make you feel full of joy and um, yeah, just like get the music pumping and that's going to really help to improve your mood If you've got kids you know maybe get some like Disney songs on. My daughter Chloe loves to listen to like the theme tune from the Disney films like Encanto is a huge favourite in this house. I love that soundtrack. It's just like so much fun and we all know all the words and we sing it and Yeah, it's just, I'm very, very grateful um, that we don't have neighbours and um, they uh, don't have to listen to our singing at six o'clock in the morning. Okay, number seven, and this is one of those things that underpins everything, is make some food. And yesterday, as we, it was a Saturday, and we were packing and sorting through stuff all day and i felt tired him felt tired and we kind of looked at each other and we were like oh okay right let's go and get some food and we chose to order something from like a local fish and chip shop now where we live you can't get stuff delivered to your door so you have to go out and go and pick it up which is one of the reasons we don't order food very often and we have kind of like a lot of hard and fast rules around like food and ingredients and so for us to have like a takeaway is really really rare so we ordered some food from a place that we thought was was pretty good and we tim went to get it he brought it home and oh my gosh it was just it was one of those things where i was like what a waste of time What a waste of money, I should have just cooked something because we both, like none of us actually really wanted to eat it and we didn't eat it and we ended up eating some of the leftovers that we had from some of the other meals um, from earlier in the week. So yeah, definitely make some food. I know when you're feeling sad and a bit low that that can be hard. Like finding the motivation to like self-care for yourself in that way, it can be really challenging. And over the coming weeks, I'm really going to dig into the food idea, the resources that have changed for me and for us in this household, the way that we look at food. I'm going to share with you, like, the routines that I have around cooking. Um, home baking, like all of that kind of stuff, I'm gonna share that with you. And I'm also gonna start sharing more of it over on Instagram. So I will put the link to my Instagram account in the show notes, um, because I know that it's not always possible to share it all over the podcast, but that is definitely coming your way. So if if fuel and nutrition is something that you wanna dig into, grab the 90-day resource that I was mentioning earlier, And keep your eyes and ears peeled to this podcast and over on my Instagram because I'm going to start sharing some more of those resources with you and hopefully help you to get more motivated and more... um, sort of like to prioritize I guess is what I'm saying to prioritize like good healthy food without making it super complicated because that is the journey that we have been on and I do feel as a family now we've kind of pretty much got that nailed and yeah okay yesterday we did consider having a takeaway and we bought one and we didn't eat it It was a total waste of time um but I think on the whole you know if we are if we weren't moving, (laughs) we wouldn't have even done that. So yeah, that is coming your way. Number eight, make something. Like, get crafty. My daughter is the most creative, like, ingenious, like, some of the stuff she comes up with just absolutely blows my mind. So she'll go into our, like, recycling bin. So where we put, like, all the paper and the cardboard and all the plastics and things like that ready to go for recycling. She will go into that bin. And I'm sure if you've got young children, they do this too, it's just so amazing. And yesterday she dug out like a milk carton and like this paper cardboardy box thing that I'd, I'd had for some fruit. And she turned it into like a rocket backpack with a bit of string. And I just love their imagination so, you know, see if you can sit down with your kids, and, you know, be creative with them, um, go, and, you know, maybe you are somebody who can write stories, or poems, um, maybe you can draw, um, maybe you can make things, um, maybe you could go out, and collect things from nature, and create, like, a collage, or something with them, um, you know if you haven't done a vision board then maybe look into doing something like that because that can be quite creative and fun and you know getting pictures printing pictures off the internet and sticking it on a vision board like that kind of thing absolutely um give that a go maybe or write a letter to somebody maybe you've got a friend that you haven't spoken to for ages but you've got their address and maybe you could like send them a card or something just you know maybe get a little bit creative Number nine, and this is probably, this probably shouldn't have been number nine. I think I should have actually put this probably more towards the top, but definitely get outside. Now, I'm hearing all these people on podcasts where they're like, yeah, you should get outside as the sun's coming up. Well, the sun doesn't really come up here until about eight o'clock in the morning. And by then I've, you know, got to get my daughter to school. I've been up for like the best part of two and a half hours. And yeah, getting sun and daylight first thing in the morning doesn't really work. But if you can, go outside and take a walk in some form or another. um, You know, put all the layers on if you have to, um, get the welly boots on, get the coats on and I would really suggest that you do it like in the morning if you can because you know by the time you finish the end of the day you're not going to do it. If you are somebody who works and we were talking about this at at my organisation too, if you work and you have a lunch break, oh my gosh go and do it go and do it, go and put your shoes on and go outside just for 10, 15 minutes and just walk around and breathe some fresh air. Um, Those of you that might work in an office, like put some trainers on. I've seen, um, because I'm obviously uh, in the field of education and like working with teachers quite a lot, um, I've seen a lot of teachers taking like a walk at lunchtime. I think that is amazing. I think that is one of the best things that you can do for your mental health again it doesn't have to be complicated it isn't about like you don't have to join a gym in january you don't have to spend hours and hours in the gym this is what that planner is about It's about making it simple doing something simple that you can maintain and that you can sustain over 90 days and it could be going for a walk for 10 minutes at lunchtime and after 90 days that is definitely going to be a habit and it's gonna be something that you do without thinking. But yeah, get outside my friend. Watch the sun come up, watch the sun set. It's so joyful, just so, so joyful. And I know some of you live in some really cold areas where you've got this beautiful snow and it's not raining as much as it is here. Just just get that light where you possibly can. Okay, number 10 is call someone. Like I think, in this day and age, we are like so reliant on text messages, like we send each other text messages, we comment on people's like statuses on Facebook we you know, but it loses that like personal touch. um I love I mean, like I'm on a podcast, like I love to talk, <laughs> that's kind of goes without saying. And it's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of podcasts is because you can get so much from the tone of people's voices. You can pick up so much from that tone. And if you maybe don't wanna like actually pick up the phone or you try and phone someone, they're busy. I think one of the greatest inventions that we've got at the moment is the voice note. Like I love voice noting my friends. We will voice note each other backwards and forwards. And um, for those of you that are sort of like, you know, someone who I communicate with on a regular basis. Like I'm not here for sitting down and typing out long text messages. You're going to get a voice note from me. Um, if you want to voice note me, come and voice note me over on Instagram. I'd love to hear your voice. Um, I think you can get so much more. So definitely like call someone, call a loved one, friend, family, um, talk to a stranger on the street. Oh my gosh. Like I do this all the time. I don't know about you, but I always find that I will, like, make eye contact with people, smile at them, and I always try to talk to people. Like, if I'm in a shop, I'll ask the person, like, how's your day? You know, um, I think in England, we can be a little bit, like, standoffish, and I think certainly for you guys in the US, you are a bit better at doing this kind of thing than we are here. Um, But just like, you know, talking to somebody, um, it can really make their day and it can really make your day feel a lot better as well. And you don't have to have like this huge like social interaction with somebody and it doesn't have to be a great big, deep and meaningful conversation. But uh, the amount of times and the amount of friends that I've made just by like stepping out of my comfort zone and saying hello to somebody has just it's just been so beneficial and i know that it's not an easy thing to do and i also know that i am going to have to do this a lot over the coming weeks because we are going to be going to a new area where we don't really know anybody and i'm going to have to put myself out there and you know put make some new friends and show my daughter that she can do that as well. And that's gonna be hard. (laughs) There's gonna feel like days where I don't wanna do it, but it is definitely, definitely worth doing it. Um, I remember listening to an episode on the Mel Robbins podcast, where she was talking about like how to make friends using um, coffee shops. And she was using, she was talking about like the different style of coffee shops and how some coffee shops are better for making friends than others. And I think, I mean, she kind of detailed like five different types, but I think you could kind of like break it down into two really. So if you think about like your Starbucks, um, your Costa coffee, like we have here, like people don't kind of sit there and, you know, it's not really like such a social kind of place. But if you were to go to like an independently owned coffee shop, that's owned by a local small business owner that has, you know, like some funky teas and funky coffees and the cakes are homemade and that sort of thing. And if you were to go there like once a week at the same time, you'd start to see the same people. And this was what she was saying in her podcast, that that would then give you the opportunity to like, engage with people and sort of say hey you know how are you Um, i saw you last week or you know i'm new here um you know what's the best cake to try you know talk to the staff and that kind of thing and um certainly if you're a dog owner this is definitely like one of those things that is really helpful about having a dog as well for example Because if you're going out every single day and you're walking your dog to the same place, maybe you're going to the same park or the beach or something like that, and you're seeing the same people, like you say hi to each other. And then you start to talk and you can build friends and relationships and that social human connection with other people, which is so important. And it's so important for our mental health. And, you know, if you could start up a few new friendships by going to that coffee shop or, you know, going to that gym class every week where you're going to see people who are there every time. You're going to start to say hello to people and um, make some new friends and that will definitely help kick those like sad feelings. Okay, number 11. (laughs) I think this is like definitely probably my favourite because I am such, 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 such an advocate for animals and like the benefit that they have in our lives as humans so um i have put on here that number 11 is to cuddle your pets if you have them take pictures of them talk to them tell them how you feel um i do this like all day (laughs) because i am working from home on my own we have four dogs in our house and we have um a golden retriever who is called comet we have a Cocker Spaniel, who is a brown colour called Aero, like after the chocolate. We have a rescue dog, Rosie, who is a Springer crossed with a Collie and absolutely bonkers. And the last one that we have, who is our newest addition, is Sky, And she is a yellow Labrador and she is 10 months old. And animals just are so, so amazing. Those guys, like they get me up in the morning like they're the reason that I go out in the rain to walk them they are there all day while I'm working and I'm on my own they are the reason I get up and go for a walk at lunchtime they you know they just bob around with me all the time and I know that not everybody has the like the time the energy to have a dog because you know dogs are definitely a big commitment um you might have a cat, I don't know, a, a gerbil, a guinea pig, a rabbit or something like that. But pets can just bring so much joy to our life. And this is one of the reasons why we see all these like, you know, therapy dogs in hospitals. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know, one of my really close friends has been struggling with cancer. And when I have been to visit her in hospital, I've seen all of these like therapy dogs around the hospital and just seeing like the way that people smile at these animals, it just brings so much joy. So I don't know if your friend has a dog, maybe offer to walk their dog and, you know, I'm sure they'd be grateful for that and, you know, most dogs aren't going to say no (laughs) to more love, more affection, more walks, Um, you know, offer to take your friend's dog for a walk um, if they're busy and they're, you know, and there's also, um, we've certainly got an app here um, called Borrow My Doggy and it's, um, you know, like an app where people can like, people who own dogs can offer, like, their dog to, if they need help with, like, dog walking and that kind of thing. Um, so there's loads of different options and loads of different ways. Or you could volunteer at a rescue centre and, you know, walk some of the dogs that are in in rescue centres. Or, you know, go and spend some time with them and just pet them and love them and just, I don't know. Just get yourself around animals. If you love animals, they are so, so good for our mental health. Okay, so there are my 11 suggestions for how you can kick those winter blues, cope better when you are feeling a bit sad or a bit glum or when your hormones are like kicking your butt big time. Um I would love to know which ones you do, which ones you're going to try. Um, if you have pets <laughs> because I love dogs and animals and horses like come and share some pictures of your pets with me over on Instagram um, the link to that is in the show notes but it's like wellness underscore wellies um, I'd really love to hear from you and I'm going to be sharing more about our moving journey setting up new routines setting up our new home um, over on there so have an amazing day have an amazing week my friend and I really look forward to speaking with you in the next episode